Hey everyone, uh, Jason Klein here. I'm the senior minister here at Refocus Christian Church, uh, located in Fallonsby, West Virginia. I just want to say uh, thank you so much for listening to our content. Uh, feel free to share or like or leave any comments you have. Uh, we're always looking to engage with people. Uh, what are some questions you have? What are some things that you might be learning? Uh, and at the same time, if you want to know more about us, check us out at refocuschurch.com, uh, which also has a link to our Facebook there. Uh, and so it just has uh, upcoming events, things that are going on, uh, sermon series that we're in. Uh, so once again, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for listening in. And as always, please feel free to share and comment or like, because uh, we want to make sure that we're trying to reach as many people possible uh, with the good news of Jesus Christ. All right. Have a great day. Everyone, uh, I hope your day is going well. Hey, I just wanted to get on here and share a little bit of just, I think it's something that's just been weighing on me. Uh, one, I, I appreciate Jeff Lee's uh, yesterday came in and uh, you know, shared a wonderful message <clears throat> uh, yesterday morning. Uh, I was out of town doing a wedding. I'm really excited to marry uh, two really good friends of mine. Um, and so Jeff Lees came in and just did a wonderful job, and I hope you get a chance to listen to his sermon if you haven't already, uh, about just a lot of the things that Jesus is talking about there at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, and you know making sure that there's unity and making sure there are not false prophets, and that we're you know teaching the Bible as it is, and 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 those things are just really important, and you know there's such a divide. Uh, anymore, even in the church. And Jeff talks about this, you know, denominations and different beliefs and churches not wanting to work with each other. And we just, we get stuck. We get so stuck on these things. Uh, it just, it, it's overwhelming. And and so one of the things that I think me personally, that I, I've struggled with for quite some time <clears throat> in the church, uh, and uh, just kind of give you a little bit of history. I I got into ministry when I think of my early 20s, so I've been uh, in a church, in churches, some kind of church setting full-time, going on almost 15 years, uh, but prior to that, in my 15, 16, when I was 15, 16 years old, I started going to church, and one of the things that that kind of always baffled me is, is how churches look different, you know, depending on where you go to church, every church kind of has their thing that they do or they're known for. Some of it's a denominational thing. Some of it's just culturally. A uh, church in the, uh, the a big city like Columbus is going to look different uh, than a church in a, a more rural area uh, like Hartford, Ohio, where I was for a couple of years. Uh, a church in West Virginia is going to look different than a church, you know, maybe uh, across the river in Ohio or across the border uh, in Pennsylvania. And it's not that these things are bad. I think part of it is churches just understand that you really got to understand your people and, and understand, you know, not, not everything's cut and paste, right? So what works in one church might not work in another. And, and one of the things that we've been doing here at Refocus Church is, is trying to figure out how to kind of step into that next phase of what our church looks like. So you've seen some changes that have happened 
the way we do Sunday mornings, we've changed that up a little bit. Uh, we just recently dropped a, a new logo design. Uh, and, and part of that's just, uh, uh, and I've talked about this before, but that the rebranding, it, it's, it's recognizable. People know it. Uh, we want to you know, kind of get ourselves out there, get involved in the community. But at the same time, the, the logo for us serves as a, a constant reminder of, of really that one thing that matters. And and that's that we as a church uh, want to help people refocus on Jesus. That That's what we're doing. That is what we are trying to accomplish. We believe that in Fallonby, West Virginia, and the surrounding area, that there are a lot of lost people that don't know Jesus. There's a lot of people that don't really have a set eternity, or they're worried about their eternity, or they're worried about death, or they're you know, and not just that, but even now they have needs that physically uh, need met here. Some, you know, people are, don't have enough money to pay their bills or they don't have enough money to eat or, you know, they're struggling to find a job. And, and, and we just, you know, part of that logo is to, to help us focus and make sure that we are focused on the one thing that really matters is <clears throat> we want to get people to the knowledge of who Jesus is. that That's what matters. It, it, at the base level of everything that we do, and anyone who calls themselves a Christian, your main goal in life is to point people to Jesus. It's okay if it looks different. It's okay if the music that we have now looks different than the music we had 20 years ago. It's okay if if you restructure the building to to make it, you know, more functional, more ministry minded. It, it's okay if you decide, hey, listen, we're we're going to start going and looking outside of ourselves and how can we help this community that we're in, whatever community you might be in, to 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 kind of come around and rally around people and and to help their life now to meet their physical needs and then also to meet their spiritual needs. It's, it's okay if you change the logo of your church. It's listen, it's even okay if you change the name of your church, because those those things are all designed and they're tools. And the reason why those tools exist uh, is simply because we believe these are, are ways that are going to help us do the one thing that matters, is, and that's to point people to Jesus. That, that's all they are. They're tools. Their ideas, they're they're used for the, for the sole purpose of of using the talents and the skills and 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 and, and trying to make ourselves get ourselves out there and, and all of that is designed for the sole purpose of of pointing people to Jesus. That that's it. That that is is the one thing above everything else that matters is are we pointing people to Jesus? Are, are are we doing everything we can to make sure that our neighbor who lives next door knows Jesus? Are we doing everything we can 
to help a, a church like in the Dominican Republic where we're going the next three weeks to, to go down there and equip them and, and to serve them and, and help them point people to Jesus? Or are we doing everything we can to see a sister church in Winter Haven, Florida, who, who went through a tragic uh, hurricane and lost a lot of stuff and, 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 and we financially uh, chose to bless them and, and to, to use some of our resources to help them because because there are, are not only are they, they the church, they're, they're God's church, but but those people in Florida need to know Jesus too. And so we 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 want to see that that when we're looking at His kingdom first, that that it's bigger than us. You know, we and we're going to talk about this a lot this year. Bay Six Project here in Mingo, Ohio, is uh, it's an organization. It's a nonprofit that that their their goal is to point people to Jesus, to love people like Jesus. The Urban Mission across the river in Steubenville, in Steubenville Ohio, the the same purpose. Their one goal, their one purpose is is to point people to Jesus, and and they do that by providing shelter and food and education, and and they meet the physical needs of people. And, and then once that's done, they, they reach out and, and they help them understand the spiritual side of things. And, and that's the, yes, your physical needs are met and we're going to help you. But, but really, honestly, what you need to be focused on is, is that eternity. And, and we have an answer for that. We, we have someone who can help you with that. We, we have a, a man who thousands of years ago gave up his life because he loved you so much because at the end of the day, the one thing that matters is whether or not we point people back to God. Because it it's His kingdom. These are our. These are His. Sorry. These are His resources. This church is His church. It's not your church. It's not my church. It's not my grandmother's church or my grandfather's church. This is a church that belongs to the creator of the universe, established by his son who gave up his life. This is the church that God tasked and challenged to go into the entire world, to go to, to the ends of the earth and to spread the news of who he was, to teach people uh, what Jesus was teaching and to baptize people into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. This is his church. It's not mine. It's not yours anyways. Because God has, has one single focus. Jesus had one single focus, and, and that was to restore humanity back into a relationship with him. Thousands of years of chaos and sin and brokenness. And Jesus came back and he said, listen, you guys need to know who my dad is. You, you need to, to, to refocus your life. That, that's what the sermon on the mount is. It's a wake up call. You guys, you know, he's talking to the, the, the original audience and saying, you guys have been really, you're missing the point. And then he's talking to us and, and, and he's saying, listen, church, you're, you're missing the point. All of these things, the, everything that the church does, worship style, 
um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the outreach they support, all of those things are, are just tools. Like I said, your, the name of your church, <laughs> the, the logo of your church, like those are all just tools that, that should ultimately point to the one thing that really matters, and that's Jesus. At, at the end of, of my life, that, that's what I'm going to be held accountable to. That that's what Jesus is going to ask me is, is is how many people did you did you tell about me? None of this other stuff is going to matter. And and when you're focused on on that one thing, that that one truth that. That we exist for the sole reason of pointing people to Jesus in order to help people restore a broken relationship between themselves and their heavenly creator. Then then you start to realize that all these other things are just tools. They look different. They feel different. But they have the same purpose. Listen, the the hymn was written for the same reason the contemporary song was. To to worship God. The what we call a a sanctuary in, in smaller older churches is is the same as uh, the the sanctionasium. You know, the uh, the church that uh, a couple thousand people that, that has a gymnasium or basketball hoops in their sanctuary, they're, they're, listen, they're not, they're not in any way taking away from the glory of God. They're simply using uh, their resources to, to, to bring more people to them. That, because that's what matters, that, that everything we do should be designed for the purpose of bringing people to God. Some things are going to work and some things aren't. Some things you're not going to know they're, they're not working until you try them out. Some, some of these changes that, that we're going to be going through are, are going to seem difficult because it hasn't been that way for, for years and decades. And, and, and we're going to get caught up in, in what was. And, and just, but understand, and I really hope that you understand that the heart behind the changes we're making are, are designed to, to give the next generation something that they want to be a part of, to, to, to give them a church that, that they want to hold on to and, and, and invite people to, and, and they want to be a part of it and they feel like it's for them. They, it, it speaks to them. The, the messages, the, the, the way we, you know, do our community groups, the way we do worship, that, that it, the hope is, is to create an environment where we can all come together and, and refocus ourselves on the one thing that matters. And, and that's going to look a little modern and that's okay because we want the next generation to feel like, Hey, this is my church too. And, and we don't want to take away from what was, right? We, we're, we're trying our best to find that balance to, to remember, you know, because there are people that have been here for 30 some years and, and that's, that's a, that's a good thing. And, and listen, this is the one time in history where we have more multi-generational churches than, than we've ever had before. And, and there's this constant back and forth, right? Because the, the older church doesn't, 
doesn't want to lose what they've known their whole life, and and that's understandable. And and at the same time, that <clears throat> the younger church does doesn't want to join something they feel like they have no say in. They want to they want to make it their own, and and so we've got to find that balance. And and, and honestly, I I think the balance comes when you're focused on the one thing that matters. We all have opinions. We all have preferences. We all have things uh, that, that we connect to and, and, and that we, uh, it, it teaches us different. We learn different ways. Those, those are not bad things. We're human beings. That's, that's, that's kind of the, the point. That's how we're created. But, but the, the one thing we should all agree on is that the church's sole purpose is to bring people to the knowledge of Jesus, to offer them an opportunity to, to get into right relationship with their creator. That That's why we've chosen to do this His Kingdom First theme, I guess, for the year, if you want to call it that. It's what it is, but because we want to keep looking up. Because as we move forward and as we make changes and we progress, we, we don't ever want to lose sight of what matters. And, and that's the fact that God... Sent Jesus to die for us. The early church understood that. Listen, they, it's not like they didn't have disagreements. I mean, if you, if you go early on back in the book of Acts, the, uh, the, you know, the, the disagreement between, uh, Paul and the, some of the other apostles, Paul felt like he needed to go to the Gentiles and, and some of the other apostles thought that only the Jews should be the ones, uh, that hear this message. And so there was a division <clears throat> and, and then, you know, Peter has this vision and God sends down these animals and say, listen, don't, don't you dare call anything unclean that I've made clean. And, and it, he's, he's setting the tone for Peter that says, listen, my people need to go where I tell them to go. Just because you don't think the Gentiles need this doesn't mean they don't. That's your opinion, Peter. That That's your preference, Peter. But my desire, God's desire is bigger than both of those things. God desires for people to come to know him and for us to utilize every opportunity and every tool at our disposal to make that happen. Think about it, the amount of, and I've said this before, but the amount of churches that went live stream or went online or now produce online content. Listen, I know it's not ideal. I know we want people to come together and I know that people should come together, right? And and we want them to come together and to fellowship together because that, that's a vital part of what it means to be a Christian. But at the same time, people are hearing the, the word of God that have never heard it before. There's nothing wrong with changing and, and, and adapting to the culture around you to to make God more accessible and that's that's what we want to do we we want to make God accessible to people that might not feel like they can get to him doesn't mean we change anything doesn't mean that we stop teaching truth 
It doesn't mean that that, that we don't call sin sin. It, it doesn't mean that, that we change what we think or what we believe about where true salvation comes from. But, but what it means is, is we use the tools we have to, to try to reach as many people as possible. Because if, if you're part of a church, I'm going to back up. If you call yourself a Christian and you have a really hard time with people who are not like you, who think like you, who act like you, coming to know Christ, and and if you genuinely have an issue with that, then you have a problem. And, and you have a problem that, that you and God need to figure out because the one thing he's asked you to do as his follower is to tell other people about him. That, that's it. That, that's what it comes down to is <clears throat> you and I are called to do one thing. To bring people to Jesus. To show them the way. Because that's what they need. All this other stuff, it's not bad. It's not bad to help meet their physical needs. It's not bad to help feed them. It's not It's not bad to offer a job training. It's not bad to offer them a place to stay. But, but, but if we're not pointing them to Jesus, then we're no different than the rest of the world. And, and, and I hate this. I don't hate to say it. I don't, no, I don't. Like if you call yourself a Christian and, and you have a problem with, with people who don't know Jesus coming to Jesus, I don't know what to tell you. You, you missed the point. You, you don't get to, <clears throat> you, you don't get to, Keep it away and hide it as a secret and, and bury it in the ground and, and act like you know that, that Jesus only died for you because he didn't. You were saved, you were you were bought at a price so that you would spend the rest of your life helping other people understand that. And and if you can't do that one thing, then why are you here? And and yes, if, if you're part of a church that, that sees no value in bringing lost people to Jesus, then why are you here? Why, why do you even exist? If I... If I spend my life and I make no effort to point people to Jesus, then what am I doing? How how can I call myself a follower of someone that I don't even want other people to follow? That that's a tough question that we have to wrestle with. And Jeff Jeff talked about that. Said that listen, Jesus says it in Matthew seven that there's going to be plenty of you that say, Lord, Lord, and you're going to do things in my name. And But when it comes down to it, you don't know me and I don't know you. That That's probably one of the, the saddest and the hardest statements in the entirety of the gospel. That, that there are going to be people who live their life 
thinking they did, did all this good stuff for God. And, and at the end, Jesus is going to simply say, I never knew you. Jesus wants everyone to come to him. He wants everyone to have the opportunity to know him and to love him and, and to be changed by him. And, and they're not going to be able to do that if we're not telling them. So, so who are you telling about Jesus? Who are you sharing your faith with? Who are you praying for? Who, who is the one person that you truly believe needs to know the one thing that only matters? And that's knowing Jesus and him crucified. Paul, Paul says it, that if, if nothing else comes across, the one thing that he always needs people to know is Christ and Christ crucified. That, that's the, the, the message of the gospel in its entirety is that you and I are saved by grace in order to show other people that they can be too. What kind of life are we living? What kind of Christians are we? What kind of church are we if we can't even do that? And, and the reason I think we, we lose focus on that is because we get distracted by everything else. Christ calls us to unity. The, the Bible teaches the, the importance of unity, especially in the church. And that unity comes from being focused on the only thing that matters, the the one thing that, that truly matters in our entire existence, and that's pointing people back to Jesus. This world is in desperate need of being refocused. But we can't help them refocus because we're trying to be right. We can't help them refocus because we think we're better than they are. We we shouldn't help them refocus so we can make ourselves feel better. We should help them refocus because we needed Jesus and so do they. We still need Jesus and so do they. Because that's the one thing that matters is teaching people about Jesus. Everything else is just a tool. Some of them are good. Some are bad. Some you're not going to know until you're using them. But the one thing that should always drive us forward should be that desire to bring people back to Jesus. Because if we don't, no one else will. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for checking out this week's podcast. Hey, if you want to learn more about our church, check us out at refocuschurch.com or look us up on Facebook at Refocus Christian Church. We're located in Fallonby, West Virginia. Uh, we'd love to have you and your family out. Come check out and see what God is doing on our people and our community and our church. All right.
Later.